Welcome to another episode of the Food on the Edge podcast. I'm JP McMahon. For this episode, we're in Barcelona at the Food on the Edge launch. Food on the Edge is a coming together of many different chefs and industry professionals from all over the world to try and talk and debate about food and to generally make it better. Um, the sound quality is a little bit uh, up and down in this because we recorded on the road and uh, on location, so we do apologize for that. But I hope you enjoy the different interviews and the different speeches made by some of our sponsors, some of our producers and also some of the chefs that take part in the Food on the Edge. Hi, this is the Food on the Edge podcast and I'm your host, JP McMahon. So we're in Dublin Airport uh, waiting to board our flight to Barcelona. Uh, and we're launching Food on the Edge in uh, Hoya Santa, one of Abaladria's uh, restaurants. It's very exciting. We're going to be uh, doing some snacks with uh, three other chefs, Kike da Costa and uh, Eduard from Disfrutar and also uh, Albert as well. So it's going to be it's going to be good. One of the reasons we do the international launch every year is to promote Food on the Edge as an international event that really takes place in many, many different places. What I mean by that is Food on the Edge itself takes place in Ireland, but all the chefs that come to Ireland are from everywhere. So it's really important that we bring the message of Food on the Edge, which is about communication, networking, making better food. All of this is really important and it's we need to showcase this around around the world. Food on the Edge is a coming together of like-minded people um, to discuss the future of food and how to make our industry better. Albert Adria came to the first Food on the Edge and he was one of the first chefs to respond, to, I suppose, to my uh, my emails and to my many questions um, about setting up the event. Albert has been part of the Spanish uh, restaurant industry for many, many years. His brother, Ferran, uh, ran El Bulli and I suppose Albert did with him. And he is now has five restaurants in Barcelona, Tickets, Enigma, Hoya Santa and uh, Pacta. Hi, we're uh, eating out at the moment and we're having a wonderful launch at Food on the Edge and we're just going to go over to Drigging here. How, how was your night? Excellent. Absolutely amazing. So we're on the way to Santa now, uh, which is Albert Adria's Mexican restaurant, uh, which is where the launch is going to be taking place. It's a beautiful day in Barcelona. The sun is shining and it's very, very warm. We had some beautiful tapas last night and what I really love about Spain is the way they eat late uh, and eat communal style, everyone sharing. And it was really, really great to, to meet up with everyone. So we're sitting outside a little cafe and we're waiting to go over to Hoya Santa to get ready for the launch. 
So we're in the kitchen in Hoya Santa. We're preparing some snacks. Um, we're doing oysters and seaweed. And the other guys, Edward from uh, Distributar, are doing uh, foie gras and corn. He's also doing a seaweed um, snack in tribute to uh, to Ireland, little seaweed ravioli. And then Kiki da Costa and Albert and Paco Mendes. So it's really, really uh, great. We have an hour and a half to go until uh, kickoff. Hi, I'm Jonathan um, from the Lodge at Ashford Castle and I travel to Barcelona to the Food and the Edge International launch because I believe it's very important to support Food on the Edge as it really is um, the way forward for educating and driving Irish food and produce. Good afternoon, my name is Pablo Gil. I work at the export department at the Dam Brewery in Barcelona. Uh, Dam is a brewery uh, which has been involved uh, for many years with uh, with chefs from not only from in Barcelona or, or in Spain, but also we have been support, uh, collaborating and supporting chefs uh, well all over the the planet eh, in many different countries and we have been uh, well creating uh, different uh, gastronomic congresses for example in the UK in, uh, in Miami in Australia New Zealand uh, we have been creating uh, kind of like tapas routes of tapas journeys in different uh, countries around the world and uh, of course we have been sponsoring also a major um, food uh, or uh, gastronomy awards like the top the world's top 50 best uh, restaurant awards the top 50 asia restaurant awards we are also supporting the um, latin america top 50 gastro pub awards and then in in different countries we sponsor specific awards from their countries so the national restaurant awards in the uk which takes place actually today this evening uh, the Metro Gastronomic Awards in New Zealand, uh, we are also sponsoring in the UK the Top 50 Gastropubs uh, Awards. So DAM, through the brand Estrella DAM, we have been involved with gastronomy for, for the last 20-25 years. So uh, I was looking in 2016 for an event to to sponsor in, in Ireland because well we had some some customers of Estrella Dam in Ireland, some some nice restaurants or gastropubs, but I wanted to look for a for a well for a powerful event uh, that takes place in Ireland, and I, I came across uh, the Food on the Edge uh, symposium, and I thought it was the ideal fit uh, for the, for Estrella Dam, and I immediately got interested in in becoming a major sponsor uh, for this for this event. So so we have been the major sponsors. In in 2017 and now in 2018 it's a it's a bra it's an event this symposium that uh, well that fits very much with with our Estrella Dam ethos eh? it's like a, it's a platform to discuss about uh, the food in the future about uh, well exchanging ideas uh, well different points of view about uh, well ethical uh, aspects of food about uh, local produces about uh, well become educational aspects so all all of them aspects that uh, where Estrella Dam is very interested in participating and well that's why we became a 
major sponsor and we wish to be a major sponsor for the coming years as well, of course. Fantastic. And now we've come to do our launch in the home of Estrella with some of the chefs that you collaborate very closely with. Yeah, yes, yes. We have been collaborating with uh, Albert Adria and Ferran Adria for many years. We are sp still collaborating with them. We are taking them uh, outside Spain whenever we organize uh, gastronomic congresses. So they are like a major uh, um, participants in these events. And um, uh, obviously all of the venues that belong to uh, this uh, El Barrio, El Barri family, uh, this uh, Pacta, Oja Santa, Enigma, Bodega 1900 tickets, they all list Estrella Dam, but our collaboration with them goes further than just listing our products. So for example, in 2006, uh, Ferran and Albert Adria, they, they collaborated with our brewmasters to develop uh, a new beer called uh, Inedit, uh, the perfect beer to pair with, uh, with food, uh, the ideal beer. And in 2016, also we collaborated with uh, Albert Adria and Paco Mendes to develop our, we call our red fresh beer, Malquerida, uh, which is the ideal beer to pair with uh, Latin and American food. Uh, so we are constantly well trying to, uh, to collaborate in different ways with, with them. Fantastic, we're really glad to have you here and thanks for welcoming us to Barcelona. Thank you very much. I uh, want to uh, thank him for that. And also the, the two other chefs, um, Kike and, uh, and Edouard, both have, have attended Food on the Edge. And for me, it's very, very important to try and grow the relationship between uh, Ireland and Spain. And there's a, there is a wonderful uh, relationship there. And, and most people, when you talk about Spain, uh, they think of the Spanish Armada. And, and for me, the, that was the, the end of the Spanish-Irish relationship. Um, because what happened was Ireland was under, under British control and uh, and uh, unfortunately the, the British and the Spanish weren't weren't getting on but there's a, there's a wonderful like 2,000 year uh, relationship in terms of wine in terms of food because it was easier to get to from Galicia uh, to the west coast of Ireland by boat than it was to to travel uh, over land and there's, there's there is a, a history of Galway that documents wine um, and uh, and fish coming in uh, from Spain um, uh, for, for, for for many many years but uh, before I do my uh, my, uh, my presentation, Shinobar, uh, uh, the, the ambassador, the Irish ambassador to uh, Spain, is going to talk. And I just but I just want to thank uh, a few people first. I want to thank the some so of the Irish media that that came over to uh, to support us. I also want to thank uh, San Pellegrino and uh, and Estrella Dam for providing us with uh, water and beer, and also Port um, uh, Bia and uh, and Gather and Gather, who without uh, their support we wouldn't be able to. Uh, would be up to this. So I'm going to hand you over to uh, Sheila and she's going to say a few words. Thank you. Good evening everyone, we were Saturdays at Fozos. I'm delighted to be here um, with JP and with Ringing with all the two team of Food on the Edge and my thanks also to Albert and the team in Oja Santa. I spent four years in uh, in Mexico and I feel media Chilanga or media Caterina, it depends on, on the day of the week, but I'm really pleased to be here this evening in such company. And I'm delighted as well to be joined by two of my best Catalan friends, the Irish Honorary Consular Ricky Cucurella and Spanish 
Spain's ambassador to Ireland, Jose Maria Rodriguez Coso, who is here with us as well this evening, and a, a proud Barcelona man. And also Barbara Wood of Tourism Ireland, the director of Tourism Ireland here to Spain and to Portugal. So I am delighted to be here. I have that sense that Irish people know more about Spanish food and wine and beverages than the other way around. And part of that is because of the work of JP uh, in helping us understand that it's good to eat slowly and to share plates. Um, and, um, you know, part of that is just the, the, the wonders of Spanish food, of the hams, of the tortilla, of the lifestyle. You know, I think it's a big part of it as well. And, you know, there are about two million visits a year from Ireland to Spain. So that's extraordinary. We're a country of 4.6 million and there are two million visits. So that's repeat visits or it's Spaniards coming back from having gone over, but it's still an extraordinary figure. And JP spoke about that relationship um, between our, our two countries that goes back millennia. Um, and in fact, I was thinking when he said that, you know, they, 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 there's a legend, but that actually, you know, people say has good historical foundation to it, that the first settlers in Ireland came from Spain, came from Galicia. And a Spanish um, diplomat and writer from Galicia wrote about how the Irish were really Spaniards who got confused and got lost and ended up, sadly, in the north of Europe. So I think some of the Irish here these few days will, will relate to that feeling. Um, I suppose part of you know this idea, I mean, before getting on to the more global part of it, I mean, in terms of the Irish offer, to the world, um, I was thinking that you know each year about 35,000 um, Spaniards spend time in Ireland learning English, and when you consider that they've been doing that for you know decades, you know there are tens of thousands of Spaniards, including the new Prime Minister of Spain, who have spent time in Ireland learning English, and when they come home to their families in Spain, I don't think the food that they got with their Irish families is necessarily what they're talking about. I I think they're probably talking more about lifestyle, about a feeling, um, about scenery. And I think some of the work that JP, I was, I was reading about him recently, about how he's, you know, also contesting that idea that Ireland is all about fun and pubs and drink and crack. I'm really, you know, it said actually somewhere that he was Ireland's ambassador for food. So I'm not sure why I'm here tonight, actually. <laughs> but um, I really do, as an Irish ambassador, greatly appreciate the work that all of you here, I was talking earlier to Kevin who's in London and everybody involved in the food industry is doing to, to, to showcase an Ireland that is young, that is progressive. I mean 30% of our population are under 25. That is innovative, that is creative, this land of writers, of chefs, of, of innovators. I mean the President of Ireland said a few years ago it is culture that will save our economy, not the other way around. So I just wanted to say all that work of these creative people I think is so important to us and Spanish people are enjoying Irish food even when they don't know they're eating it. Spain is our second biggest market for, for fish and for seafood from Ireland. Um, it's our third biggest market for, for the exports of live cattle. Um, our sales of, of, of beef, of bacuna, have gone up I think it's 11% from last year to this year. So even when people don't know they're buying Irish product in Mercadona or in Carrefour, um, they're getting quality and what we hear back from the Irish, from the Spanish trade is that they appreciate uh, dealing with the Irish providers.
show people that come from out of the country what they have and that's y hablar acerca de la gastronomía que en ese sentido pues creo que Food Age es uno de los mejores congresos que he podido asistir y tengo un recuerdo imborrable no Josep Pla hablaba de poner el paisaje en un plato y en ese sentido, pues solo hay que ver el vídeo, el vídeo de, de que nos ha enseñado, ¿no? Eh, es fácil entender, pues la and, el potencial, el potencial y el presente que, que Irlanda y la cocina irlandesa van a tener. Y en ese sentido, solo agradecer a, a JPI pues, eh, eh, el, el, la valentía de, de celebrar un congreso así And, en su uh, país. Porque, y más que yo, supongo lo que tienen que celebrar sus compañeros que... Productores, clientes, en definitiva todo lo que mueve el mundo de la gastronomía. And everyone that, that moves the world of, uh, gastronomy. Que exista Food on the Edge. That, uh, food in the edge uh, por tanto, gracias por haberme invitado otra vez. So, thank you for es el tema de la conciencia, ¿no? Que aparte, pues que nosotros como cocineros preocupados por el tema de, ¿no? Que que haces, que elaboración haces, ¿no? El ver más allá, ¿no? Pues el futuro, una conciencia social y sobre todo social hacia dónde tenemos que ir las personas. Asegurar que podamos tener una gastronomía potente. To make sure we have a, a powerful uh, gastronomy cuisine. Es una cosa que nos concierne a todos, sobre todo a nosotros como cocineros, y bueno, y nos hace ver pues, que tenemos que ser. This is something that concerns all of us as cooks, and something that uh, we should show. Y vamos, y merece pues todo nuestro apoyo y toda nuestra gratitud. It deserves all of our help and, and all of our thankfulness. Llevar así pues llevan a cabo y felicitar a ti y a todos. Want to uh, to congratulate the JP again from all of us. Gracias.
Lo voy a hacer breve para que no nos comamos ninguna bronca, ni el traductor ni yo. El traductor es uno de mis cocineros. Bueno, estamos aquí todos seguramente porque creemos en un proyecto, que es un proyecto que hemos hecho común y que GP es el creador conjunto con su equipo. Estamos aquí todos porque creemos en este <laughs> yo, yo entiendo de una manera este proyecto. I understand in one way this project. ¿Qué pasa y cuáles son los compromisos que tenemos antes y después y después del acto de cocinar? What are the compromises we have before and after the act of eating or dining? Para qué dedicamos nuestro tiempo cocinando hay otros eventos, otros congresos ¿Perdón? ¿Para el acto de cocinar ya se encargan de otros congresos Extraordinario y maravilloso Very nice and well. para mí este es antes y después del acto de cocinar yo cuando fui y no te lo voy a hacer muy duro fui a hablar del hambre when he went uh, he went to talk about hunger fue la primera vez y este fue mi tema. Una ponencia que pretendía conmover y sensibilizar. Cuando me bajé, muchos cocineros me dijeron, olvídate, eso es imposible. Ok, dije, volveré. Conseguí hacerme eh, embajador de acción contra el hambre. I was able to become an ambassador of uh, Acting Contra el Hambre. That's uh, conseguir un poco más de fuerza. Sorry. Against hunger. Against hunger, yeah. Para así tener un poco más de fuerza en el planteamiento. To in this uh, to become more powerful with this message. Pero bueno, la semilla nace a partir de. But the, the seed becomes uh, starts with uh, JP's project. Estamos aquí todos. Estamos junto a ti. We're all here. We're all together with you. Gracias, JP. And thank you very much. Thank you. And as Albert says, I um, I'm, all, I'm only the one that has the ideas, uh, and I, I get find lots of people to do things. So I do have to thank uh, my wife, um, uh, who who does all the logistics, and Olivia, who does uh, the PR, and my sister, who does all of the graphic design, and Abigail, who uh, who helps me as well, and then also Ruth, who takes care of all of the sponsorship and that. So we, we do. I think it's about one one man and nine women. Um, do uh, do the job, so uh, there is diversity uh, there. Uh, I want to just thank uh, Paco again, and we give him a, a round of applause. I hope you enjoyed our first On The Road podcast. We hope to do a lot more of these around different counties of Ireland and also different countries. So do subscribe and stay in touch, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, this is the Food on the Edge podcast, and I'm your host, JP McMahon.